Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Top of the morning, everybody. Good morning. Happy Monday, February 7th. Hope you're all having a splendid start to the week. Mm. What's the weather like in Edmonton right now? Well, Wayne, it's beautiful. Took the dog out this morning, still warm. Yeah? Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's four degrees out right now. That's good. Things are starting to melt. Yeah. It's, it's uh, Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be a really nice week. I'm just pulling it up to make sure I'm not lying. Yeah, it's going to be an incredible week. And the week after that ain't so bad either. Right no on. Complaining, yeah. Broadcasting live on the Podbean app this morning. Uh, let us know you're here if you're if you're joining in live. Um, say hello. Hey, you know what? Heck, even call in if you want. It's Monday. Call in. Click the button. Say hey, good morning. Say good morning. If you got a question, anything real estate related, uh, we will answer it. Um, we do this live every morning, Monday to Friday. If you're listening to the recordings. You can get on it live and, and ask your questions and, and join in on the conversation. A really cool community here. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so part of joining in live, obviously, <clears throat> you can uh, engage, as they say. <laughs> One uh, another. <laughs> um, so by engaging, you know, just like every other social media platform, if you click that, there's a, there's a heart um button here click the hearts it's kind of like liking the show you can do that every 300 uh, seconds every 300 seconds and ask <laughs> us how we know it's because a lot of people have been doing research into how to click as many hearts as possible within the live one hour show uh as well by calling in it increases your hearts by sharing the show while it's live will increase your hearts and at the end of the month what we do is we 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 look and see who had the most hearts and who had the most engagement for the month. And uh, we give away a prize. And that's the the top fan of the month. Uh, last couple of months here, we had um, uh, Robbie won the last two. Mm-hmm. Ja, uh, Ryan. Ryan won the, the month before that. Um, so what we're going to do, actually, we're, we're going to change things up a little bit because this is actually, it's getting a little ridiculous. I, I talked about the 300 second thing. We're... Like literally the top five or six people right now are all tied. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and what it ends up being is that like someone accidentally or someone calls in, say for example, last month this happened, someone called in with a question and then while they were talking to us, they weren't able to click the heart and therefore they dropped the second. And that's why, you know, they didn't make it. They didn't, yeah. you know, win top fan. So like I, I, I want to make sure that it stays fair for everybody and everyone has an equal chance. So we've decided to just change things up just ever so slightly. Okay. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to take the top five, um, top five fans for every month. Okay. And we're going to turn it into a, like a, like a ballot system. Mm -hmm. Okay. So first place is going to get five ballots and a draw. Okay. Second place, four ballots, third place, three ballots fourth place two and if a whole bunch of people fifth are tied one. for first 
Then they all get five? Then they all get five. Okay. Okay. So the top five fans, if they're all tied for first, they're all going to get five ballots. Okay. If one through four are all tied for first, then they're all going to get five. And then the, the fifth person's going to get four. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. If there are three people tied for first. <laughs> okay. And then one, the, 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 the fourth person <laughs> is, you know, is, is next. They're going to get four ballots. And then the, 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 the third place person or the last person has a little bit less. They're going to get three ballots. Does that all make sense? I just want to make sure that everybody sure. understands. I zoned it. out there a few minutes ago. <laughs> Josh is, is ecstatic. Like, I have a chance now. I like where this is going. I've been chasing three months in a row now. We want to make sure it's it's fair, but at the same time, we want to make sure that you're also compensated for you know, you know, showing up, showing up, showing your love, right? <laughs> um, for those of you that are in first, I don't want it to be like, oh well, that person has six less hearts than me. And, to get an equal chance. No, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You still got your edge. You're going to, you're going to get an edge. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm just so extremely grateful and, and, and happy that people are joining in live every day and they're starting the day off. Right. Mm -hmm. And can we be honest? We didn't know that, um, like all, what the situation was with all these hearts and top fans and stuff until we actually started using them and doing, and doing the podcast and realizing the features. Mm, so yeah. this wasn't like a plan out of the gate. This was like, cool. We have top fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when we chose this platform, it was, it was because it was live. I mean, yes. anybody can do a recorded podcast, podcast right? <laughs> Anyone can do that. Um, but we wanted it to be, we wanted to be live every morning where people can engage. So we, we chose the best platform for that specifically. Um, yeah. We talked about uh, masterminds in the past, about like how I wanted to do a, a morning mastermind. I'm like, no, let's, let's just take it one step further. So we want to give people as, as much value as possible. Um, so you can wake up every day and 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 learn about real estate, hopefully get inspired, mm -hmm. take some action. Do you know, Gabby, we're 38 days into 2022 already? I did oh. not know that stat specifically. Approximately. Thank you for enlightening days, 38, 39, something like that. <laughs> Did you know that's 10% of 2022? Is it? Yep. Damn. 10% of the year's gone. I mean, next week, it'll be 2023. <laughs> what uh, have you done? What have I done? No, I'm, I'm talking to our fans. Well, you know exactly listeners. what I've done. <laughs> what are you asking me? <laughs> I'm fighting. Tooth and nail. Making sure we get what we need get what we want. Josh asks, were you expecting such a daily following when you started the podcast? I was expecting more. <laughs> <laughs> Tooth and nail. Tooth and nail, Josh. <laughs> Everything I do has to win. Everything I do has to be great. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm extremely pleased. Yeah, I'm extremely pleased. Um, the amount of, uh, loyal followers and listeners we have every morning. I, I see the stats for the downloads as well. I mean, I wish more people were joining in live, Yeah, that'd be but cool. you know, not everybody can get up at 6am, 5am. I love how like close everybody's come <clears throat> that like all of the loyal people who are here every day, like they've all become like little buddies. Yeah. Built a real nice community. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Supporting each other. Absolutely.
Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, this midnight mover. Working on the night moves. No? Uh, don't when? have that keyed up? I, <laughs> surprisingly, I don't. <laughs> what were you going to say? When? Have we spoken much about this on the podcast? I can't remember when I did, when I did that, I checked in on that property. Was that That Thursday was night? on thir- Friday. So the last we talked on the podcast, um, where were we at? I We were going to go serve an eviction notice because she was just ghosting us. Now I can't remember if, if I, if it was Thursday night and I talked about it on no, Friday. No, you didn't. So it was on Friday night. So we haven't talked about it on the show. No. She hasn't paid the rent. Okay. She hasn't paid the rent. So I went down there. Okay. Wait. Don't jump the gun. Okay. You tell the story. <laughs> so. So much has happened in the last three days, people. I know. It's hard to even remember. I actually, upstairs in my real notebook, I have like um, a list of scheduled events and how they've unfolded. Because I had to keep it straight because mm. <laughs> so much, there's so much random details to this. Um, and which that's is, just for Which my, is important yeah. for, uh, for, for evidence, yeah. you know, documenting evidence. Yeah, evidence, filing, RTDRS, all that kind of stuff. You want to make sure you include everything and have all of your facts straight. So um, that's why I have uh, the list of events. Um, yeah, but on, so we're having trouble with our days of the week, but I'm pretty sure it was on Friday. Um, I was getting ready. We had actually decided that we were just going to file directly with the RTDRS. That was, um, that was what we decided we were going to do. So I was getting ready to file and I was like, you know what? I've tried to call her every single day. We've emailed her and, um, she's just not she's not responding. She's ghosting us. So I'm just going to send one last text. I was like, she's not answering the emails, not answering the phone. So I'm going to send her a quick text and just see, you know, some people are weird, like they'll only respond to texts or whatever. Um, so I just said, Hey, you have not been responding to any of our communications via email or phone call. I've left several messages. We've sent several emails. This is my last attempt uh, to contact you before I file with the RTDRS and um, and file with the Landlord Credit Bureau. And boom, sent that. Within, I think it was within two minutes, I get a phone call from a random number. Mm. And I didn't answer it because I don't answer random numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes to voicemail and then boom, phone's ringing again. Same number. I was like, oh, might this have something to do with the text I just sent? So I pick up the phone and there's this person on the other end of the line that I can barely understand. Sounds uh, very nervous, talking quickly. And from what I can make out is um, saying that a friend of the tenant, this is a friend of the tenant who is calling me, that the tenant has been um, sent home. So based on our previous conversations, I believe that to be maybe talking about being deported. Right. If you've been following along with the story um, from, you know, back in December. Yeah. And um, that... I like I kept trying to clarify who I was talking to, but just really couldn't understand what was happening or what was going on. Asked, when is the tenant going to call me? Um, She said tomorrow because where she is right now, it's nighttime. They're sleeping. So she'll call you tomorrow. So quite clear. She's been uh, 
sent home to somewhere in Africa. Yeah. Except the problem being is that I personally signed this tenant. I have talked to her personally um, just a month ago. Yeah. And I know that I'm speaking to the tenant who is claiming to be the tenant's friend. Yeah. <laughs> like straight up. I had I told Wayne, I have zero, like there's there's zero chance that this was not the tenant. Like I know. <laughs> so <laughs> So we'll just uh I'll just reenact this a little bit. Hello, this is uh the friend of your tenant. Um I just want to let you know that uh you know, that she's 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 been sent home and she's sleeping right now where she is, so she'll call you tomorrow. And, okay. Um excuse me, excuse me. So this this isn't the tenant? This is not the tenant. This is a friend of the tenant. Okay, so I'm not speaking with the tenant? No, no. Uh <laughs> no, no. Friend of who? Oh, okay. Uh when is the tenant gonna call me? <laughs> Like and literally, I, like I and, was just like, um, what? <laughs> I so I have I have the t- the, my friend's phone, and uh, so that's why I knew your you number. To contact, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just calling to let you know she's not here anymore. <laughs> oh my god, facepalm! <laughs> like I was literally facepalming while I was on this call. Like, I was just like, is this really happening? But like, what what do I do? I'm not just going to like sit there and argue. <laughs> so, um, me, this is Wayne again. <clears throat> uh, just in case anyone <laughs> thought this is the, the tenant or the tenant's friend. Um, this is Wayne again. I I was actually going to check out a property on Friday. And I looked at the calendar now and I could see, yeah, I was heading into, uh, I was heading into the city to go check out a property. Yeah, well, when you were on the, you were on another call when I had this phone call. Right. So I was waiting for you to get off the phone and I was I think I sent you a text that being like I need you to I'm go in the middle of a property. coaching call and I get this notification <laughs> come up. <laughs> and I'm just like trying to stay focused. Focused. <laughs> I didn't realize you were on your phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> and like at the same time I really like it's just I, I just caught a glimpse of you know when a text message comes through you just catch the the first couple lines and you're like what? Yeah, I was like, Wayne, I need you. I can't remember what I said, what I said in the text, but I need you to go to the property. Um, I think it's been abandoned. I need you to go check on it when you go to view this other house. Yeah. So, yeah, I sent him with the key um, straight there within a, a few hours. And, yeah, no answer. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I could see through one of the windows, and I noticed that all the furniture was gone. So I um, and I went to the back door, which is a glass door and, uh, the blinds were open a little bit. I could see inside that everything was gone. Um, so after knocking a few times, um, I mean, that's, you're allowed to enter if you believe it's, uh, it's been yeah. abandoned. So, um, obviously, and, uh, the friend called us and told yeah. us it was abandoned. So we went inside and sure enough, it was completely empty. Um, almost completely empty except well, they, junk. they had left a bunch of junk behind. It was a fast move. Um, it had just snowed that day and um there were no footprints so they've been gone a few days mm-hmm. she'd been gone a few days um which is you know what what <laughs> in december she sent us a message you had you had said a, a minute ago that yeah. for those of you that were following along in december she sent a message that said hey in the event that i was deported um so what would fishing. happen yeah what would happen if if um would I still be responsible for anything? And so we gave a very basic answer of, you know, well, if you would 
you know, if you had to leave, you know, we, you would be still be responsible for the rent, just the legal stuff, the, the, the normal bylaw. Um, you'd be responsible for the rent until suitable replacement is found. Um, once we find the suitable replacements, um, you know, you no longer be responsible for it. Um, we still need to do a walkout inspection, et cetera, et cetera. And no answer from that. Yeah. Right. And that was around mid-December. And then it was January 1st that she didn't pay rent. And that's why we are like, that's why we thought back last month. Was she deported? Was she deported? <laughs> I mean, she sent us a message, hey, I might be deported. And then she doesn't respond for days. I finally go down there and she says, oh, stay away, stay away. I've got COVID. Um, sorry, I've been in a hospital. She pay, ended up paying a, a few days later. Something, something, something. The bank accounts were frozen because of her divorce. And, and you know, it sounded all legit. And actually, to be honest, we, we, we thought it was all, all true. She paid. It was all good. Um, she apologized profusely because... And know, at that time, she said, oh, and also, um, you don't need to worry about me de- being deported because such and such, I am actually got my um, visa based on being a student, not on the marriage and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... So great. It'd be absolutely... And I remember talking about this on the show. It'd be absolutely terrible if she was deported. If any of this is true, I feel terrible. But just like the BS radar was going off last yeah. month. And then, you know... Then this happens again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people get really, really, really creative when they're looking for a way out of things. Yeah. They get really creative with their lies. And the more creative the lie or the more um, detailed and, 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 and deeper the lie goes, you know, or the, the story goes, just the more it seems like a lie. Mm-hmm. Well, and the fact that she called me. She has a very unique voice yeah. and a YouTube channel. So I've watched lots of her. Uh, YouTube videos, mm. trying to see who she is and what she's about. <laughs> lifestyle, eh? Lifestyle YouTube channel? Kind of, yeah. But anyways, like, like it was her 1,000%. So why would she call me and, yeah. I, sorry, I guess what I was, was saying was that, like, you know what? If, if you're planning on leaving, you know the rules now. We've explained to you the rules. If if you're if you have not been deporting and you're just trying to find a way out of this, like, at least tell us you left. Mm-hmm. They left the heat on. 26 degrees at 26 degrees in the house yeah i walked in and i was like (gasps) yeah like tearing my jacket off i was like what is going on in here so it was a a really nice day and i opened up all the windows while i was gathering all the (laughs) like you don't just ignore it you know like had you had you not called her again like would she have had her friend or her alter ego um call and say that you know they she's gone now like why yeah why let it sit empty why not just say hey you know what i'm leaving well and why even respond i don't know guilt maybe well or like oh my god they're gonna file rtdrs and on my credit bureau i actually the the um interesting part is that looking was that do you think that that's what it was that you said that and then she i think so that's what i think personally but the interesting thing is that looking back on um, like her employer and stuff is that I'm I, now I'm second guessing myself, but I'm pretty sure it was like a um, uh, automotive credit. Um, I can't put my words together. I'm going to have to look it up and, and verify, but I'm pretty sure she was dealing with like the the like credit side of. The dealership, like okay, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so, um, the threat of 
getting bad credit, especially when you're. Um, oh, so her knowledge of you yeah, know, like just the fact that she's she's used to dealing with credit. well, I'm being an immigrant and stuff. It's like you you depend on like keeping things good yes. <laughs> when you're in another country, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, we went down there, and so uh, do you have something to say? Oh, Varsh asked if the <clears throat> utilities were in her name. No, no. It says we did property, so we take care of the utilities. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a situation like this, we're trying to figure out how do we how do we soften the blow as much as possible, right? So we have a damage deposit or mm -hmm. security deposit. God, I still say damage deposit. Security deposit. Um. Now we didn't get paid for February, so I mean we're already out the rent for February. Yeah. So, I mean, you can automatically just assume that damage deposit is pretty much gone because that's well, going to cover. Well, it's gone because rent and utilities is is not yeah. paid. <laughs> yeah. So it's gone. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, I mean, if it were in perfect condition and no additional cleaning or repairs needed to be done, then you'd be like, okay, I just lost a month. I just quickly rented out, you know, and I lost a month of rent, whatever it is, what it is. Um, just move on with it. It's not worth going after someone for well, a if it was bucks. if it was clean and didn't need repairing, then the damage deposit would cover that month, and we would be fine. We wouldn't exactly. get anything. Exactly, but uh, there was repairs yeah. and and cleaning required. Um, yeah. Whole place needs to be cleaned top to bottom. So that Home place that place had just been painted yeah. um, because the last tenant moved out and left gouges in the wall. I mean, last tenant. Yeah, it wasn't normal wear and tear because it was freshly painted right before them. Yeah. And then same thing, gouges in the wall, you know, mounted these big uh, um, TV mounts. And just if you've ever seen once you take a TV mount off, it's just like the whole. Yeah. Um, you know, they're supposed to be, you know, replacing or not replacing that, but repairing that and painting it before they leave. But they don't. Um, so we had three different walls just with the, the TV mounts. We've got, um, I, I don't know what she was doing. Just like, I don't know if she was like a... Uh, a, a a detective or <laughs> or a crime Sorry. scene analyst but she had thumbtacks thumb all over the place so i can only assume that she just had pictures of, of of dead bodies hanging up on the wall and and like strings attached to the crime boss She's laughing because she knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because you walk in there and there's just thumbtacks. Like, yeah, everywhere. you look on every wall and there's just thumbtacks everywhere. Like, I pulled most of them out that I could reach. <laughs> I can only assume. I can only assume that she was solving a murder yeah. and she had to leave quickly because she <laughs> she was she was hot on their trail. Oh man. Right? She was she was no credit specialist, Gabby. <laughs> she was undercover. That's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're done. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, I mean, that's that's not like, I think we have it in our in our lease agreement. I'm fairly certain about how many nail holes per wall. We yeah, have, to, like put, we have to put this stuff in there. It's so dumb. Two nail holes per wall. Yes, you can have pictures. You know, can you? Can Two you, per wall. <laughs> yeah, not 400 per wall. Um, either that or she just had prayer flags just like ribboned. <laughs> all around the place 
I don't know what it is. But anyways. Um, Lots of our YouTube videos from were from inside the suite. So I'm going to have to look back and see what was on the walls. Interesting. Interesting. So but like all that needs- picture hanging on the bathroom wall and it was hanging on a thumbtack. So <laughs> <laughs> that was just her method of. Yeah. Uh, so that and on top of that, like ridiculous amount of gouges. Was it just her in there? And her baby. And her baby, mm-hmm. her baby wasn't doing those gouges no. in the wall. Like her who? Baby, it was I, an infant. Like by that time, it was like a seven-month-old baby. Yeah, it it yeah. I I don't. There was a there's a lot. Um, so the whole place pretty much needs to be patched. Like carpets need to be cleaned. There's something spilled on the carpet upstairs. I saw that too. Yeah. Right. So clean the carpets, patch up all the walls. We you know if they're little dime-sized areas, you can normally get away with this little dab of paint, but. You know, when that was a freshly, she's only been there five months, six months, right? Seven. Seven. That's not, that's not normal wear and tear. Mm-hmm. So like if we have to like dab, 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 at some point you have to paint the whole wall. So um, yeah, our guy's going to be in there for a couple of days. Probably I'd, I'd probably say 700, 800 bucks worth of repairs, mm-hmm. just like mud and sand. And, and the cleaners, it's like a, it's a two story main floor suite. Um like the cleaners is probably going to be at least, I don't know, four or 500. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, no, not, not the same, not the same tenant. Um, yeah. So we're looking at about a thousand dollars, you know, um, probably worth of repairs and cleaning. Um, then obviously a vacancy and then it's abandonment. So let's, let's talk about abandonment and what that means. Um, so in Alberta, for those of you that are um, all you Ontario and BC investors come with your big suitcases full of cash to Alberta, causing a big stir in this market. Uh, and Albertans. <laughs> um, abandonment. Uh, so, so, let me just rewind a second. Uh, a lease, a fixed term lease cannot be terminated unless both parties agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. A fixed term lease is a fixed term lease. Cannot be terminated unless both parties agree. So if one person abandons it, then then it's not terminated, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a process for abandonment. I mean, you have to believe it to be abandoned, and then you may enter the premises, and then you find it to be abandoned, and then they are responsible. They're still responsible to the end of their lease, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're responsible for all the repairs, obviously. Um, they're responsible for their rent until until the landlord finds a suitable replacement. And the landlord is obligated to try to find a suitable replacement for the same or more rent. Mm-hmm. Um, if it is less rent than the previous tenant's rent, then they are responsible for that as well. The for the duration for the, end of the lease, yeah. for the duration like of the lease. So if there's if there's five months left and we had to drop our rent by a hundred bucks, then they are responsible for five months of a hundred bucks, five hundred bucks as well. Right. <clears throat> so for now, I mean it's it's pretty much we still have to follow the same path as if someone moved out normally. So we still have to attempt to um book a walkout inspection mm-hmm. so we have to send them an email proposing two separate times for a walkout inspection um yeah we still need to follow the process like 
even if it is true and she's been deported and she's not full of BS, we still need to follow the process and do it properly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, we still need to send statement of accounts mm -hmm. after that. So um, once we've completed the walkout inspection, we can we can do up our if we if we manage to clean and repair everything within the is it ten days? Yeah. So um, within the ten days allotted then uh, we, we would send the st statement of accounts with you know the receipts for all the repairs and cleaning. Um, if or we, um, estimates. If yeah, we, if yeah. we're unable to get the repairs done before the 10 days, um, then we send an estimate. Um, and then we have 30 days to complete uh, those repairs and, and, and cleaning and then send the, the remainder of the, the security deposit back if there is any. In this case, there won't or be. Or put our hand out for what's owed. Hmm? Or put our hand out for what's owed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so at this point, we're we're going to be filing with the RTDRS for you know unpaid rent and damages. Um, we're going to need a judgment, right? Yes. Um, I she didn't call on Saturday. I just realized that. No, she didn't. Oh no, I was waiting. While I was collecting all of her crap. And they, they said she was going to call. <laughs> her friend told me she was going to call on Saturday. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to be following up with that so-called friend today. Yeah. And see what kind of information I can get. Um, but yeah, we need to file for the RTDRS hearing. Uh, good thing is that we can serve the hearing notice by email. So... Mm -hmm. We still serve the hearing notice um, by email. That's good. Um, however, once we win the judgment, whether she shows up or she doesn't show up, yeah, to the phone call hearing, uh, what we're what we're trying to do some research on right now, because this is the first time we've had to we've actually dealt with it, and, and there's a first for everything, people. Um, I know that the RTDRS allows email service, service of documents by email. But I wasn't sure about Alberta courts, provincial courts. Because once you get your judgment um, from your the RTDRS branch, <clears throat> you need to file the judgment at the Court of Queen's Bench at the Alberta courts. And then you need to serve them. Then you need to serve the tenants those documents as well. Mm -hmm. But those aren't RTDRS documents. Those are Court of Queen's Bench judgment documents. So do they allow service by email? So first thing Gabby does is um, she, she goes on Facebook. And I said, just go ask on Facebook. And I said, just wait for these people to answer, though. Because as soon as she asks, a bunch of different answers come up. And they say, yes, it's OK. And other people say, no, it's not OK. I'm like, this is why you don't ask on Facebook. <laughs> I, I am not going to get my advice from someone who I thinks. Did tag, I did tag the two people who I wanted okay. a response from. Yeah, because yeah. there are certain people that we know will know the answer. Um, and hopefully, you know, yeah, hopefully the other people realize. Hopefully someone got value from that post is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, never, ever, ever ask for advice on Facebook <laughs> um, and what people believe. But uh, the individuals that we were hoping would answer uh, did answer, and they said that you can't serve by email. So it kind of puts us in a bit of a pickle. We can we can get the hearing 
right? We can get the judgment from the hearing, but we can't technically serve her because we don't know where she is, the, the final documents. And once we serve her those final judgment documents, that's when we can go and get a writ of enforcement mm-hmm. where we can go and file out the Alberta registries. We can garnish wages. We can freeze bank accounts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we're, we're kind of in a, 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 a sticky spot right now just trying to figure out how to navigate that. I was actually even just, just this morning, I, I took the weekend off. But just this morning, I was on albertacourts.ca. Is it .ca? .gov? I don't know. I, I was sorry. I shouldn't say. <laughs> um, and uh, you can apply for what's called... What's it called? <laughs> I closed the window. It is called... Special circumstances or something like that. Um, service of... Oh, no. Uh, affid- I tell you what, I can find it. <laughs> Order for substitutional service. Yeah, that. <laughs> substitutional service. Um, and if you get, if you, if you get granted that, um, you can substitute service for email or mail as opposed to in person. So that's what we're going to be looking at today. Um, seeing if there's a way for us to be able to do that, because I mean, ultimately I, I, I can just assume whether she's in another country or she's not, we're not going to be able to serve her because we, we can't, we can't find her. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what we do want to do is we still want to file, like just even as simply as just filing at our judgment at the Alberta registries, mm-hmm. right? If you can file the Alberta registries, that's going to prevent her from getting a license. Mm-hmm. That's going to prevent her from getting her next credit card or her next phone plan, mm-hmm. right? That right there, even though we won't get our money, that's going to stop her from doing basic the basics of what most Albertans need, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a huge pain in her butt. Yeah. So, so eventually she'll come back, and, and in order to to you know to renew her license, in order to get her next cell phone plan, um, she'll have to contact us to pay us what's owed. Even if we can't find, even if she changed jobs, um, even if we, you know, we don't know her bank account number, that right there is the very bare minimum of what you need to do. Yeah. Right. Uh, on top of that, we'll be filing with the landlord credit bureau as well. I was going to say, and also in these sorts of situations um, and something that um, I'll, you know, Wayne and I will talk about and see how we want to handle. But another good um thing to do is to reach out in whichever way you know like i don't know if this will be by by text or email or whatever but telling them that um okay like uh we are processing the filing of the rtdrs hearing today uh we're also going to be you know filing it on the alberta landlord credit bureau so you're not only are you going to have a judgment against you um as a record on you as a person with the um Alberta courts or whatever, uh, however you word that, but you're also going to, this is going to now affect your credit and uh, it will be sent to collections. So, you know, mm-hmm. are are you willing to let this destroy you or do you want to contact us and, and work this out? Yeah. We're also sort of a payment plan for being an idiot. Yeah. Like and so like once you. they realize how these two things are going to affect them as a person, especially if she's mm-hmm. still in Edmonton, which I am fairly certain she is, then she might want to reach out and and sort her shit out. Yeah, I think once she realizes that we know what we're doing and that she's she's in the wrong, she thought she'd get away with it. I mean, like, 
if if she was in that situation with any other amateur landlord, she probably would have got away with it. Yeah. Right. Oh, that well, probably would have moved. They're gone. Nothing we can do now. And she probably asked a few friends, like, <laughs> what do I do? I can't afford this anymore. I don't want to live here anymore. Something, something, something. I can't make my payments. And I'd just be like, just leave. They can't find you. How, how are they going to, how are they going to come after you for any money if they can't find you? Mm-hmm. Because that person probably dealt with an amateur landlord in the past. And you know what I mean? It's there's, there's way more amateur landlords who don't understand the residential tenancies act than there are sophisticated investors or landlord, you know, mm-hmm. uh, experienced landlords. So, I think that once she realizes that, you know, we're not just some amateur who is, you know, we're just renting out our old condo, then she should take it pretty seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you keeping up with the comments here? Uh, no, not really. Um, Josh says, uh, it looks like you need to pick a wall, buy some thumbtacks and put on your investigation hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> when Wayne was saying that this is the first time we've had to deal with... Um, I didn't know where you were going with it, but I do remember our very first tenant, um, we did need to locate to serve um, the court documents that were filed, but you, you found him. Oh, (laughs) oh yeah. You did have your little investigative hat on and you found him. Oh yeah. I followed him (laughs) around the city. Yeah. Almost quite literally. Yeah. I, um... (laughs) Uh, he, well, he, he around came, Mill Woods. <laughs> he, he came back for something. And then I um, I literally just like followed him in his car. Yeah. And kept, then, you, kept your distance. Oh, I kept my distance. <laughs> I, it, yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. I completely forgot that I wanted to know where he, he moved to. Yeah. So I, I hid around the corner in my car, turned the lights off. And then as soon as he uh, went around the corner, I just like, just like, just right out of the movies, just. I was I was driving my black Impala, <laughs> cop car, um, and I just followed him. Kept my distance, a few car lengths. Um, he took me on a wild trip, though. I mean, he took me. Sure enough, as soon as he grabbed the last of his stuff, where did he go? Pawn shop, straight to the pawn shop. And there's him and his wife just like lugging all these couches and. And all these old cabinets and stuff and all their stuff into the pawn shop. And I'm just, and I parked and I'm watching him through the window and he's just like, he just, he's, he's livid. He's absolutely, because apparently they won't take his stuff and he's just like storming. You can see his arms flailing. I, I should have recorded this whole thing. Actually, this is, this is a fond memory of how far we've come. Um, Very first tenant. And so he gets back in the, <laughs> hauls it all back in the, the, the truck and, very first on it. And then, uh, yeah, I followed him again. And then he went to Superstore and got groceries. Um, they were tr- struggling to get the groceries into the, the back of the truck because of all the stuff that was in it. Um, it was <laughs> You just see that they were so angry and it was so funny to watch. Um, and then uh, then they, 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 they continued driving in and around the neighborhood. And apparently they didn't move very far. But um, I think that they 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 knew that I was following them because it, I started noticing that that like they were going kind of in circles. Maybe they just forgot how to get there. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I thought for sure they were trying to lose me, <clears throat> and finally figured out where they uh, they lived, and then I was able to uh, yeah got yeah. the address. But uh, well, that's one way if you uh, <laughs> if you're looking for someone. Here's another way. I actually just learned this this morning. Um. Yes. What up, what up? Thank thank you for the um the walk down memory lane. Yeah, you're welcome. Um what I 
I hold on because I remember I remember that you were talking to me while you were following him on the phone. Yeah. And I remember being like totally freaked out because like he was a like loose rocket. Like he was a little bit crazy. And so I was like, don't get caught. And if he confronts you and like I was freaking out on the other end of the phone. So I remember it my own way. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember being like, are you serious? He's at the pawn shop. His first stop was the pawn shop. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. So what did you find out this morning? Uh, well, <laughs> if you don't have the luxury or or the or the cojones to uh to, to follow someone around to find out where they live, if that's if that's a, not an opportunity or a, a possibility, then what you can do, I'm I'm gonna look into this today. You can go to the Alberta Registry Office. Now, if you have documents um um that you need to serve, what you can do is you can go to the Alberta Registry Office and you can um with your documents with, with your, your documents, evidence showing you have a judgment against a person and um identification uh for them so this is another great reason to to take a photocopy of their driver's license mm -hmm. um and you can do what's called a limited demographic search um and what that does is that will um if they from what i can understand is if they if they change their address now um you can get their new address mm -hmm. So, you know, doing it today might not be the best idea because they're yeah. probably going to still, it'll show them the previous address as well. So if you give them the previous address, they'll be able to see. Yeah. Okay. And then this is the, the legal name and then they'll tell you what the, the new address is. So, um, same thing, you know, when they go in there to, you know, renew their license or change their address on there, yeah. um, you can get that information. Um, I don't know how else they might be able to pull that information, um, but just another way that I, I was not aware of. Yeah. Um, so if we get that hearing and then we get that, you know, we win that, that judgment and we go and file it and then we can't serve them and they don't give us the order for, for substitutional service, <clears throat> <laughs> then what we can do is wait a few weeks and then go down to the Alberta registry's, off, registry's yeah. office and then potentially. Or even more than a few weeks, because what would what would classify a new address being listed? Would it be, um, you know, I can think of a couple things because it could possibly be that they've set up mail forwarding. Mm -hmm. um, so one way to verify that would be to just stop by the property and see if any mail is showing up. Um, another would be like that literally it's registered with the government. Otherwise, how else would they know? Like if they set up utilities, I don't think that would show yeah. up as them having a new address. Like the only way that I could see that being a thing is either with the post office directly <clears throat> or with the government directly, which is normally like when you file your taxes, you update your address. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Where yeah. does that switch come in? Because that know. could be a tough one. To we and, and I need to double check on how long a judgment is valid for it. I believe it's two years. Yeah. Um. We'll have to, this is all, it's been so long. Like, you know, we used to know this information, like, but yeah. it's just, you would need, you need to refresh. Um, but, you know, judgment's normally good for a while. And uh, we just might need to wait a few months before we go and, and, uh, and do a, a search to find out where she's living now and then to serve yeah. those documents. And then to get our next would be our writ of enforcement to enforce that, uh, that judgment which would be, you know, filing it at the their Alberta registries to prevent her from renewing her license and getting any of those cell phone plans, et cetera, et cetera. Um, also, we can, uh, if we have her bank account information, we can uh, go and freeze the account and pull any money that's in the account. We can garnish wages. Um, mm -hmm. We can send it to collections. Um, 
we'll, we'll, we'll see how much it is and how much of it is worth our time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, that's, that's ultimately it at the end of the day. Uh, most times I talk about this, I say, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, at least for us, right. You, Depending where you are in your journey. <laughs> yeah. Like for us, just a cost of business. If it costs us $900, it costs us $900, whatever. Um, do I want to be doing all of this, you know, and wasting all these hours doing all this research and, and, you know, filing. I mean, it sounds really easy. Just go and, you know, go to the, do your hearing on the phone. You got your one hour hearing phone call. Then you got to drive down to the, you know, downtown Edmonton to, to file, you know, your judgment, then you need to serve. And so you go down to Alberta registry's office and you pull a limited demographic search and you find the address and you go and you drive down there, you serve it to them. And then now you need to go back to the old, you get your rid of enforcement. You got to go back to the Alberta registry's office again and do, you know, spend a half an hour there, you know, f- doing your, whatever your thing there. And then you go to the bank and then you, you like, it's, at what point is it enough? You know what I mean? How much is your time actually worth? This is not what I major in. I promise you, this is not what I major in. I major in doing kick-ass deals, not this BS. Um, one last thing I could potentially do if, if we, if the, I just realized if the limited demographic search doesn't work is we have her employer mm-hmm. and I can go down to um, a budget rental car, go get myself an Impala, go drive down to her employer. And then just like, uh, you know, turn the lights off and <laughs> lean my, my, my chair back and then just follow her home and then serve her the documents. And then I'll know where she lives. That is one other option as well. Mm-hmm. But again, do I really want to be spending that much time doing that? No, probably not. But at least it gives everybody a good understanding of, of the process. And I'm hoping you can go through the comments here. Um, the, the process of what needs to be done when someone does a midnight move, right? Yeah. Um, the, what makes it so easy for us and why we're so calm and we're not flipping out, even like this is one first or second time it's happened. The reason why we're so calm is just that what I just explained to you over the last 45 minutes, we, we understand it, mm-hmm. right? We treat it like a business. It's, well, and we've been through it more or less and in, in different you know, circumstances, but you know, well, once being you've through, gone through, it gives the process, you the, the, yeah. the understanding yeah. of what, what's going to happen when you know what's going to happen and how to handle it. Um, it makes things so much easier and yeah. then you can choose to pursue or choose not to pursue, but it, yeah. it, I don't lose any sleep over it. Varshwa is calling in here unless okay. he sat on it. Do you have a couple of questions to answer as well? Okay. Varsh must have butt dialed. Okay. He was rapidly hitting that heart button to try and win <laughs> top fan of the month, and he accidentally clicked the call-in button. Oh, it is very close to the call-in <clears throat> button. Is it? Yeah. Um, so uh, much earlier on, um, about 20 minutes ago, <laughs> Robin asked, so you can't start repairs or cleaning until you have scheduled and wait until the two times are done for the mm. walkout inspection. Um, yeah. So, I mean, in this case, we know that, you know, like normally you schedule your walk-on inspection for the day that they're moving out. Right. And if for whatever reason that, you know, <laughs> didn't work for them, which there's no reason why I wouldn't, but, um, in this case, we know that she's, she's gone. Right. So we, she gone. 
<laughs> Is that why you're laughing? Yeah. <laughs> so like I I would give her two times for like tomorrow and the next day. Yeah. Like there's no point in waiting around and being like, we can do next week at, you know, next Monday at 2 so p.m. So you are obligated to give them two two times, right? Yeah. Yeah, two, two times, two days, two different times. So like um, I could say, you know, like, OK, we can do Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. or we can do Wednesday evening at 4 p.m. Right. You know what I mean? Like giving two different just in case, you know, like they work mornings or they work evenings or whatever. Then there's two different times. Right. Um, so that is our obligation. And in this case, um, you know, like had we not had so much uh, going, just other stuff going on, I probably would have sent that, you know, that email Friday night after Wayne determined that it was, it was empty. Right. I don't know. But like, we had to think through how we wanted to approach it as well. Um, because like everything else, we always have, um, method behind our madness. And I was busy too. I was writing an yeah. offer and yeah. I had other things going on. Yeah, for sure. So, but yeah, um, today I'll just offer like Tuesday and Wednesday. It's not like our cleaners are going to be able to get in before then anyways. Yeah. Um, and our handyman probably won't be able to get in for a few days either. We're going to get the cleaner in first because um, there's a lot of scuffs on the walls. Yeah. Cleaners can usually get out quite a bit of stuff that's showing up on walls. Um, so we like to do that first and make sure that we're not having our handyman spend hours on stuff he doesn't need to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, that's right, Robin. We can't really start anything until that's done. Um, yeah, but when I went in there on the weekend on Saturday, I took like thorough video. Like I, I went through the whole house, every single wall, window, everything um, on video. So that's all evidence of the state that it was left in. Mm -hmm. But yes, we do technically need to hope for that. Uh, not hope for, try to schedule that inspection. Right. Yep. Um, da, 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 da. And then Ryan asks, what's your tipping point where going through the process is worth it versus just moving on? For us or for investors in general? I think he's asking for us. Mm, well, don't don't use that as reference for you. Um To be honest, if it's less than a thousand bucks, I'm, I know for sure I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. um, I can do a hearing on the phone for 45 minutes. That's okay. Especially if she's not going to show up. It's going to be a very fast hearing. Uh, if I need to file the judgment at the Court of Queen's bench, I'm going to wait until the day that I'm going to the lawyers. Mm -hmm. Because I'm at the lawyer's. Well, a few times case, every month anyways, just signing documents for purchases and sales. So it's not that big of a deal if I just go down there and I spend an extra, yeah. I'll make a trip out of it. I'm not going to drive 45 minutes to go drop off paperwork. Yeah. But in this case, we do have two vacancies relatively close to downtown. So yeah, I like, I, I might file it and just get and just get it like, just get it to that point where like the judgment is filed and we got the judgment and it's good for however many years. Um, and then I'll just keep a file open on it. Yeah, um, that's the other thing, you guys, is that like you can file it right now and then wait and like maybe something <clears throat> pops up on her YouTube channel or like whatever. That's what I mean. Yeah. Just like where we're like, oh, hold on. Like, 
or she she's finally updates now, or she, she like, finally updates her Facebook status that she's working for student, some new company. Yeah. All right. So just keep an open file on it. It's good for a few years. You don't have to, you know what I mean? You, you could just keep it open and then mm-hmm. just kind of check in from time to time. And if it be, if it becomes easier, then then we can do it at that point. And if not, then just cost doing business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think that that's, I'll probably just get to a, if it's less than a thousand bucks, like it's not worth my time. Um, my time's worth way more than that. There's some good exercises you can do in like determining what your hourly rate is and and what your time is worth. And, and it, obviously it grows as you, as you grow as an investor, um, the hours that you spend and, and you, <laughs> hence why I'm so intentional about my schedule right? And my calendar is and I'm who I spend time with and what I spend my time on. Um, because the value has just gone up so significantly. Um, but in the early stages, um, if you're a new investor of 100%, I'd recommend going through the process, whether it be your first, second or third time, become an expert in it. And I think early on, you know, um, to save a 1000 bucks might be worth it. Yeah. Right? Um, later on, not so much. Yeah. There's also something to be said about like holding these tenants accountable for their actions. You know what I mean? So that other landlords, like, and that's something that a lot of people don't realize is that once a judgment is filed oh. against somebody, you know, like that's registered on on their person at the court of Queen's bench. So if you're looking into, you know, signing on a prospective tenant, that's a piece of due diligence that you can complete. You can go down to the court of Queen's bench, say, I want to pull judgments on this person, their first name, their last name. They pull it up, they print out a form, they ask for the 10 bucks or I, I can't remember exactly what yeah. it is. It's cheap um, to run the thing. And you can see if other landlords have taken them to the RTDRS or court and if they've lost. You 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 might go down there and pull judgments and say, oh, wow, this prospective tenant that looks amazing. Actually, there's a judgment against them from Wayne Hillier. Wow. Or there's, or there's been five judgments against them because they're professional tenants yeah. who just keep screwing people over. Absolutely. Yeah. And trying to get away with it. <laughs> so, yeah, at the very least, just filing the judgment. I mean, that's it's, it's so nice that you can do it over the phone. Yeah. Right? And then all you need to do is just go file the paperwork down. Oh, it's- my God. It's so much easier now that everything's online. Like when we had to go down to the RTDRS oh and, and just to even file the paperwork and then realize you did something wrong and then they send you back home to fix it and then you need to fix it and come back with your paperwork and file it. <laughs> like, I, well, how do I know? Been there, done that. And it's downtown and finding parking and sitting in their stupid waiting room with the stupid tenants and waiting to be called into this boardroom. And like, now that it's on the phone and online submitting, like, my God, is it easy? (laughs) So easy. I I used to, I used to love like waiting for the hearing, like sitting in the, in the waiting room there. Very, very small waiting room. It's a very tense, tense Tense waiting waiting room because they don't segregate the defendants and the plaintiffs. We're talking about a very small room. You got defendants and plaintiffs, so landlords and tenants sitting across from each other, like cross-legged looking at the other wall. They won't look at each other, okay? <laughs> you're sitting in there and you're just waiting for yours to come in and yours is on the other end of the room and they won't look at you. You won't look at them. And they got this little kiosk and this little, this lady's sitting behind the kiosk and she hates her life. <laughs> she hates her <laughs> life because all she gets is she has to live in this little tense bubble every single day, nine to five. 
And then she gets people coming up to the desk and be like, hi, I need to uh, file this paperwork. And then she'll be like, uh, sir, I'm sorry, you d- you checked off the wrong box there. And uh, you're going to have to go and redo all this paperwork. And then just you could just imagine the imagine amateur it. landlords just what? I drove all the way down here from LaDuke. You're telling me I got to redo I all of this over $10 once. for parking. I just paid $10. What the? And then you just see these people storming out and cursing. What the fuck? Sorry, I it I think it I needed it added a lot of value to the story <laughs> and to the atmosphere okay. of this tiny little room. It's, <laughs> and just like there's everybody hates each other in there, and then you got people constantly going up to the kiosk desk, the little desk, and this woman just gets shit on all day, every day. It is, yeah. There's, it sucks. It, it's the worst place in the world. <laughs> So if your time, if your first so, time filing is online, you have no idea how you, easy you have you it. Never, you never, you never, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad that like you can file online now and also you can do the, most people are doing the calls by phone now. I don't think they're doing, in, they might be doing in-person. I doubt it. Um, hearings, but uh, yeah, it's, it's um, so much easier than having to go there. That's for sure. Trying to find parking and getting harassed by. I wonder if there's some way to find out names of people who have been deported. If there's like, you can call an office some and inquire about a name. You know what I mean? She's not deported. Well, what's on your list? First I know. Thing on, what's the first thing on your list today on your calendar? Calling the employer. Calling the employer to find out if she's still employed. Yeah. So we'll find out very quickly whether it, yeah, a few calls to make unless she lost her job and that's why she left. Yeah. Why she moved out. It's hard to say. We got a little bit of Nancy Drew work to do today. Mm-hmm. Um, not too much, though. Again, at the very least, we're just going to file that judgment, which we don't need to do anything extra. We don't have to do any research. Yeah. It's just a matter of filing the hearing, um, getting the judgment from that hearing. And then uh, just driving out of the Court of Queen's Bench. Like I said, I'm at I'm downtown a few times a month, so I'll just bring the paperwork when I'm down there. Mm-hmm. Actually, with that being said, I think I got to be going down there pretty soon here. We are closing on a property here soon, or we're selling a property. Something, something. What are we doing? XP? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, no, oh, it's... the flip. Yeah, the flip. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be there this week. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I need to go and uh, pick up my stuff there. My yeah. little soft staging stuff at the property still. Oh, yeah, you better hurry because yeah, uh, they're taking possession in yeah. a week. Cool. Um, Any additional questions? I see a bunch of – scroll through all oh, this. Uh, Robin asks, do you pull judgments on all future tenants? Nope. No, we do not. Why? Because um, I don't want to go drive downtown. Time? Yeah, <laughs> it's it, what our it's, time is worth. It's sure, a vul- it's a ten-minute report or ten-dollar report, but how much of our time? It's a vulnerability cost? in our in our system. But, yeah. um, like I said, early on, would we have done it? Absolutely, our time wasn't worth all that much. Yeah, but our time's worth significantly more now. So t- driving forty-five minutes, waiting in line, paying ten bucks, and then driving forty-five minutes back. I mean, unless, of course, again, I'm downtown and I'm there for something else, probably meeting a lawyer, then uh, I mean, at that, at that time, at that case, in that case, then I, I might. 
Um, but I think it also depends on your property. Like if you have a brand new house that's attracting really great tenants and their credit scores are amazing and they have good jobs and, you know, mm -hmm. like I no, I'm not going to go pull a thing on them. But if your property's in a little bit worse of an area and you don't get the great greatest tenant profile and you know that you're dealing with lower credit scores and those types of things, mm -hmm. then yeah, it might be worth it. Yeah. It's, um, if you did it, you could feel confident knowing that you'd done everything. Mm -hmm. However, um, yeah, I, I like, I'd hate to find out later on, you know what I mean? That these people have been doing this to other yeah. landlords. They're like, oh, why didn't we pull judgments? Yeah, we're the eighth. <laughs> we're the eighth person that they've done this to because we were too lazy to go drive down there. Not lazy, just we value our time. Um, so early on in the game, I would 100% do it. Yeah. Um, there is also, uh, we have to consider um, uh, time uh, when, when you're trying to fill a vacancy. So if you got a really good applicant and they love the place, I'm getting them to sign on the line that's dotted right away, mm -hmm. immediately. I don't want them going and checking out 10 other places on Saturday and then liking something more or changing their mind or like, oh, this one's closer to this mall over here. I'd like that. This one's closer to the school. Well, maybe we'll consider this one. And then they change their mind and they don't time with you. All because you wanted a few days to go and pull judgments, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So when we got a really good, really good solid applicant, I get them to sign on the line that's dotted right away for that lease. So that's another reason why I probably wouldn't drop everything to go drive down to pull a judgment. It's just one extra layer of, of diligence um, to protect you. So yeah. Additional questions? Uh, Leo just states, I wonder if judgments can be pulled online like land titles, something worth looking into. Not that I'm aware of. You, you know, know, but that's know. if anything should be available in the, in the future, I, I would say that that. Yeah, there's need, a database, a system, just like land titles. They just need to create a system. Yeah. Start requesting it. <laughs> Call your local oh, MO. I was just going to say. Call your city council. <laughs> I, I like, that just seems like something that could totally be, be yeah. implemented. It's just probably just a implementation thing, a budget for, for creating that system. Yeah. Um, just like land titles, of course. What a, what a great start to the week. What a lovely episode. <laughs> well, you know what uh, I'll be doing this week. <laughs> Hopefully taxes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, come on, Gabby. Uh, you're not going to pass that energy on to people, are you? They're just about to leave the show and you're going to that's that's the energy you're going to leave them with. You did that to me. Hopefully taxes. <laughs> I was being optimistic. It is a blessing to be able to file for taxes. It is a blessing how complicated our taxes are. Yes, indeed. Because if they weren't complicated and it wasn't a ton of work, then we wouldn't we, we wouldn't be a very successful business. The I? fact that it's so overwhelming <laughs> is is actually you know a lot of people would would uh, would, uh, would dream for that. I would uh, dream to have that problem. So uh, well, uh, let's practice a little gratitude today. Wilson has a great last comment here. He says, still beats other markets. 100% Wilson. And like this, I and I think that we've probably made this come across that like, this isn't a big deal. She's abandoned it. She's out. We give her two dates 
for an inspection. She either shows up or she doesn't. We file the RTDRS. Like this, none of this is a big deal. In other markets, this would 1000% probably be, actually, no, people would be, would be so grateful that it was abandoned and that they weren't trying to kick somebody out for a year. <laughs> wow. That is, that is, that is really great perspective from both of you. Yeah. That is really great perspective because most people are like, would kill to have someone just leave. Yeah. Right. Rather than just continuing to stay yeah. and not paying. Yeah. Like people are paying cash for keys, like to get people out. I'll get, I'll pay you to leave. <laughs> and then you can't even increase your, your rent afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous to us, eh? Yeah. God bless Alberta. Robin says that's a good show title. What? What was? Mm, oh, your, your problems are someone else's dreams. I missed that comment. Nice, Wilson. I don't think anyone will really understand what we're yeah. like, what the heck we're going <laughs> to talk about. What do we title this? Yeah, I'll figure it out. Hey guys, I'll see you on uh, Tuesday. Okay, have a kick-ass Monday. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 